Welcome to D, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Good day, my dear brothers and sisters. Today is Soul Sunday. My name is Justin Torres from Melbourne, Australia, and I invite you to reflect on today's Gospel reading. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground with a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes towards his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord Hashtag blessed I saw somewhere in social media that if you want to brag about something but do not want to be labeled as a show-off, you must use this hashtag. New car? Hashtag blessed. New Prada bag, hashtag blessed. New job or promotion, hashtag blessed. New boyfriend or girlfriend, hashtag blessed. Truly, one cannot avoid proclaiming to the world how he or she has been showered by the abundance of blessings. And this overflowing of gratitude is translated in this beautiful tag, hashtag blessed. Good things mean we are blessed. Yet it seems ironic that in today's gospel, Jesus appears to be exalting the opposite of our concept of blessedness. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the hungry. Blessed are those who weep. Blessed are you if the world hates you. There must be something that Jesus sees that we don't. While we see being blessed as the shower of graces in both tangible and intangible things in this life, Jesus sees beyond the good of this world, the comfort, the convenience, the luck to get out of sure despair. And his invitation to us is to look at blessedness in a different perspective. This verse, which more popularly appears in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, is also known as the Beatitudes. 
from the word which translates to the opening of each of Jesus' exhortation. Blessed, blessed are you, the Beatitudes. But did you know that in other translations of the Bible, the Beatitudes is not translated as blessed or blessed. It is translated as this, fortunate. In Tagalog, mapalad. That's why in the Tagalog uh, translation, you will you will hear or you will read mapalad ang mga aba, mapalad ang mga api, fortunate. Mapalad is more understandable to us modern generation as maswerte, mapalad, lucky. Fortunate are you who are poor. Fortunate are you who are, who weep. Fortunate are you who experience rejection. Now it's starting to unravel before our eyes. Being fortunate, being blessed is not so much about the graces or the blessings that we receive. But it is more about the catching of the eyes of the giver of the gifts. Surely nothing is enviable about being poor. But the poor catch the eyes of God. In the scriptures, we read that the Lord hears the cry of the poor. Whilst God loves every person, every creature in this world, God seems to have a preferential love to the least, the last, and the lost. Fortunate are they who catch the eyes of God. This then, therefore, is the true source of blessedness. Not the gifts, not the blessings, but in realizing that the giver has you as the apple of his eye. Nothing wrong with expressing gratitude to God. Please don't get me wrong. But see... Our gospel today reminds us that we should not be fixing our eyes on the blessings alone. Because the reality of this life is that it is not all the time that God blesses us abundantly. Come on, let's face it. There will be times that we will feel scarce, forgotten, neglected. But this doesn't mean that our blessedness, our being fortunate, ends. Instead, we should be fixing our eyes to the God of the blessings. And we should even realize, realize even more, that even without the blessing, even without the abundance, God remains to be God. Fixing our eyes on God will give meaning to suffering, sickness, pain, and all the hurt that we receive. Sometimes to see God, we need to be detached from everything we consider to be blessings. Sometimes we need to embrace God and nothing but God alone in our lives for us to realize that we don't need anything else in this world but God alone. Sometimes accepting that God is our true happiness will allow us to find peace even while grieving and despite seemingly unending suffering and pain. For lest we forget 
the summit of the life of the Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, was in His passion and death and resurrection. There can't be Easter without the Calvary, as they say. Only when we accept that God is all that matters will blessings really mean what they should mean in our lives. And what is that? Blessings are meant to point to God, the gratuitous giver of all that is good. Let me end my sharing with this story. It was said that towards the end or the last chapter of the life of the medieval saint and theologian par excellence, St. Thomas Aquinas, Jesus appeared to him in a vision. You see, for those of you who do, who do not know, St. Thomas is arguably the greatest doctor of the church. And he wrote voluminous books, which up until now inspires hundreds, even thousands of philosophers and theologians. So Jesus was said to have asked St. Thomas, Thomas, you have written so much about me. What else do you want? To this question, St. Thomas responded, Nothing but you, O Lord. Nothing but you, O Lord. And it is said that from then on, St. Thomas, the most prolific writer of his time, stopped writing until the end of his life. The Beatitudes, this reading about the blessed, is about being fortunate to see God as the giver of all gifts and the ultimate gift we could ever receive. It is not a coincidence that at the end of our lives, the promise of God is for Him to, to is for us to see Him face to face. And this is going to be our bliss. And do you know what this face-to-face meeting is called between God and us? It is called beatific vision. The vision of the Beatitudes. The vision of the blessed. The experience only the fortunate can have when they realize that it is only God that they need. I now invite you to join me in this prayer. Father, forgive me if at times I get distracted by the gifts that you give me. Forgive me when I get mad at you when you don't give me an answered prayer. I know that you are more than the gifts that you give me. You are more than the abundance of material and spiritual things that you supply me. You are you. You are the great I am. You are all that I need. Teach my heart to this maturity to aspire you above all things. And at the end of my life, may I desire nothing in this world, not the legacy that I will leave. Nothing, nothing but only you, my Lord. This I pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. May God be glorified forever.